3: is The Bob Cordaro Show on WILK News Radio. We live in a political world.
0: I suppose hanging down. Wedding bells ring and angels singing. Bites
1: cover up the ground.
2: We are back. The Club for Common Sense re adjourns. That is the gavel provided by the Slabjacker. Club for Common Sense. Uh, We'll provide you a sanctuary of sanity for three hours each day, 9 to noon, on Appointment Radio, otherwise known as the Bob Cadaro Show. Brought to you, the entire program brought to you by Pizza Bella. And they are on Route 309, Mountaintop, home of the Zero Carb Pizza Crust. That's at Mountaintop only. And then this hour, brought to you by Dunmore Lumber. 622 South Blakely Street, Dunmore. Beat the big box blues, see Ron, Michelle, and Gary. And you'll get the same selection, the same price, better service, and way more convenience. You'll park right in front of the door, for one thing. And then if you're golfing, and golf weather's here, Saturday, Sunday, try the Marjon in Jefferson Township. Marjon Golf Course is raring and ready to go. The Perrys have it ready, the food's good, The golf course is great, and it's the best bargain in golf. The Marjon. That's what we just call. We just call it the Marjon. And if you want to sound French, you say Marjon. Uh, we're honoring today the Valvano family. Ten children. I'm gonna talk about them more later this hour, but Uncle Tony, Valvano, Mavis, Uncle Louis. Nickname Moose. Uncle Frank Valvano. Nickname Shorty. James Texy Valvano. Uncle Rocco Nuki Valvano. And John Skipper Valvano. They all served. They all served this country. That's one family. And then Jim Valvano, who sent me this... He was a staff sergeant, was told to take a hill in Vietnam. He was only 13 days in country. Grievously injured, lost an arm and a leg. And I'm sure he's got private struggles, but I've got to tell you, I've never seen him without a smile on his face, without a kind word, and humble as the day is long. And Brother Rocco, who was in the CBs, actually had to come home from the CBs and help. But he told me that about Jim And I I had not known it You know that? I knew him forever And I knew the Volvanos forever Never knew this, this service They didn't brag about it They didn't talk about it But they are what makes America great And that's what we have to fight for It's our turn We don't have to fight Nazis We don't have to fight You know, the Empire of Japan We don't have to fight the Soviet Union. We don't even have to fight present-day red China. We have to fight with our votes and talk to those we can convince and get this insanity stopped. And someone who's working on that each and every day, the treasurer for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, Stacey Garrity, is with us today. Uh, Stacy, great to have you. Always great to hear from you.
0: Hey, Bob, thanks for having
2: me on. Well, I'm in a lather and it's about a lot of issues, but something that you are trying to help take on, uh, we brought it up on May 1st when on Monday, when it started this insane idea of p- making the creditworthy pay fees, Extra fees, thousands of dollars over the life of a mortgage so that people who are not creditworthy can pay less in fees. <laughs> and you're doing something about it. Let us know what you're up to.
0: Yeah, can you believe that? So um, I, th- I wrote a letter and I've had uh, 27 states, 34 other fiscal officers sign on to it, sent to uh, President Biden and the FHFA, um, basically telling them to get rid of the policy. I mean it's it's ridiculous. It's just another example of President Biden and his administration chipping away at the American dream, hurting people who play by the rules with these new mortgage fees. It's it's uh it's really outrageous. And it and
2: it is thousands of dollars over the life of a loan. I mean I, I you, you get good credits so that you don't pay those kinds of fees, so that you have an easy time uh, getting a loan when you want to buy a house or something. It's
0: unreal. Well, it is unreal. Um, so if you have a $400,000 mortgage at a 6% uh, interest rate right now, over a 30-year mortgage, that would cost you over $14,000. Think And think about that. That's, you could buy a car with $14,000. You could pay for a year of college. It's a lot of money. Wow.
2: I, I, what made you think of uh, commencing this effort? Because it is a big deal that you're bringing this many people through uh, to oppose this policy.
0: You know, I happen to be at a uh, conference for state treasurer's. Uh, when I read about this and I brought it up in a policy discussion and I said, hey, this is a bipartisan issue and we should take it on. And you know what? Everybody jumped on. Everybody agreed. So we, within 24 hours, <clears throat> got this letter ready, got everybody signed on and got it sent out. So, I'm, you know, this, this was anything but transparent. It didn't go through the legislative process. They basically just changed a policy. Um, and so there are very few people that were even aware of it. Um, yeah. which just goes to show you that this agency has way too much power. So if they want to do it, try and do it legislatively, but don't penalize people that played by the rules, that paid their bills so they could get, you know, good credit and save money up, uh, to, you know, to have a nice down payment on a, a home. And you know, Bob, we all want to increase home ownership. Um, across the country that's part of the american dream but we don't need to do it by penalizing you know the, uh, you know there's other ways to do it so this is what i think it's just a backdoor middle-class tax hike yes and and it's going to cost american families millions of dollars and also this timing is just terrible
2: Yes, with rates going up and it becoming more difficult to buy a home, uh, Stacy. We're talking with Stacy Garrity, uh, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. She is the treasurer of this great state. Uh, so, Stacy, when when you look at a policy like this, which pun- punishes those who are productive, who are working on things, <laughs> I guess it's of a piece with pretty much everything else they're doing.
0: Well, it is. It It is akin to it. I mean, just like they're trying to do with student loan debt repayment. Um, yeah, if you paid your loans
2: back, yeah. you're screwed.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so what are we telling people? Don't pay your bills in time so you have worse credit so that, you know, you don't have to pay these higher mortgage fees. I mean, it's ridiculous. So I'm hoping that, that you know, as more important people find out about this and put pressure on the Biden administration, that they will, you know, get rid of the policy. And so that is my message to the president. Um, get rid of the policy immediately. And my message to Americans is you did the right thing. You played by the rules. The government needs to respect that. Yeah. Uh,
2: Stacey Garrity, tell me, uh, were there was it bipartisan, the people who signed on to this letter?
0: Um, so I've heard from Republicans and Democrats Um, And they are all upset about it. And it's not that we don't want to help people, you know, um, be able to, to afford a home, but there are other ways to do it. There are state programs, there are federal programs, there are many programs that the big banks have to help people. Um, well, we also you know, remember,
2: Stacey Gardy I, I think pretty much everybody remembers what happened the last time we tried to manipulate the housing market so that people who couldn't afford or didn't know how to maintain a house, a home, uh, could have them. <laughs> it didn't turn out oh, very well. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right, right. And that's the other thing I was going to say, Bob, you're, you're, you are spot on. Did we not learn anything? From
2: two thousand eight. No. <laughs> we learned nothing. They haven't learned anything from socialism yet and its failures.
0: <laughs> I know. It's it's uh it really is outrageous. Um so again, uh oh, so I should mention this. There are bills that were recently introduced in Congress to get rid of this. And uh so HR twenty nine twenty eight has thirty five co-sponsors, including Representative Scott Perry. There's another bill, twenty eight seventy six. It has twenty co sponsors, including uh, our own Dan Muser. So, um, I would encourage your listeners to, you know, contact their, you know, their their congressional. Um, you know the congressional delegation and tell them to co-sponsor these bills.
2: Well, for this region it means Matt Cartwright because Muser's already on it. <laughs> and we'll see yes. if he'll finally oppose the president when he goes insane. <laughs> I, I, don't well, I don't have a lot of confidence. Yeah, I don't have a lot of confidence in it. Uh, he's voting for everything <laughs> well, down the line and we're, we're stuck with him at this moment.
0: Yeah, unfortunately that's the case. But again, this is outrageous. And, um, I mean, again, there's other ways to help, you know, hardworking Americans get, in, you know, with their homeownership. Well, and this sta- is not the right way to penalize the people that yeah. play by the rules. Yeah.
2: Well, Stacey Garrity, uh, Treasurer of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, we appreciate you not only leading uh, in, the, in the Commonwealth, in Pennsylvania, but also uh, in the country and, and taking your fight to Washington. We appreciate it very, very much.
0: Well, thank you, Bob. Great
2: to be with you. All right, always. Stacey Garrity, treasurer of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. We're going to take a break, and we've got Len Pribula coming up. He's on the West Pitson Cherry Blossom Festival Committee, and he's also the chairman. No, well, no, he's not. He's not. I'm thinking of PJ. But we're going to take a break, and we're going to talk to him about the Cherry Blossom Festival in West Pitson this weekend, and the weather is cooperating. you
1: are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The tear gas first started down the commons, then the guard moved up on both sides of Taylor Hall and forced the kids off the commons. Then one group, I don't know how many there were, 50 maybe, perhaps more, perhaps less, move down in the practice football field. After you feed them, then what will we do? We ask them to leave. They've got grievances, they've got demands, The demands on both sides, we have to talk. And then there were a whole lot of kids around them. Uh, a few kids were throwing sticks and stones, but that was only a handful, not more than 10, 15. And then the guard shot some tear gas up on the hill to disperse the crowd, and the kids picked it up and threw it back. I will make a perimeter, a circle, right out in here. From the right, you have to move out. You start a big circle around here. You don't talk during a state of emergency, Mike. You know that. Come well, on. I'm sorry, but we'll I don't talk want people as soon as shot. we get this I don't settled want down. Shot on this campus, just as a citizen. Who wants people all right, shot But they're yeah, sitting quietly. Okay, will you ask them to leave? This area immediately. Leave this
2: area
0: immediately.
1: And all of a sudden, I heard the shooting. Straight, straight. And then I saw people dropping to the ground, and then I fell to the ground also <laughs> because I couldn't walk anymore. And
3: what the investigators have to determine, then, is whether, indeed, there was a sniper and whether the guard was justified in firing its weapons, or whether, as some people here believe, the guard, under the pressure of a rock-throwing attack, panicked and fired its weapons indiscriminately, killing four people. Ike Pappas, CBS News, at Kent, Ohio.
2: the Moody Blues formed this date, 1964, in Erdington, Warwickshire, England. Murph chose a uh, nice and white satin. And, of course, before that, a great Johnny found a great clip about the uh, 1970 Kent State Massacre. Ohio National Guardsmen opening fire on anti-war protesters at that university this date that year. Bob Cadaro back with you on WILK This Hour, brought to you by Dunmore Lumber. 622 South Blakely Street, Dunmore. Break the big blocks blues. Go to Dunmore Lumber. And Marjon Golf, another little engine that could. It's golf weather this weekend. Time to start. And there's no better place to play than Marjon. It is a great course. For me, mentally, it's nine holes. That's perfect. So most people will go the second round. But I love the course. It's in good condition. And it's the best bargain in golf. Marjon. We're honoring today the Valvano family. Five. Five. Of the... Valvano's served in this, in the war. Five of them. Moose, Louis Moose, Valvano. Frank Shorty, Valvano. James Texy, Valvano. Rocco Nuki, Valvano. John Skipper, Valvano. And now we discover that... I discovered last night, Jim Volvano, who sent me this information, who wanted others to be lauded for their service, served us in Vietnam, staff sergeant, 13 in, days in country, ordered to take a hill, lost an arm and a leg. Just like his uncle Rocco, who lost an arm. And, you know, (laughs) you can't give much more. I think of our friend Dave Wenzel and many others, but Jim never without a smile on his face and, and thinking of others. He didn't think of himself. He thought of his cousin Lou, Cipriano, who we talked about yesterday. And then he talked about his family, not himself, but his brother Rocco, called me last night and we had a conversation to tell me about what Jim Velvano did for this country, what he sacrificed. All right, so there's a Cherry Blossom Festival in West Pittston, and it is this weekend. Len Tribula, how are you? Uh, good morning, Bob. Talk to me. Tell me all about it. I, I think it's going to be perfect weather for you.
3: Oh, yeah. And uh, it's an annual uh, tradition that started in 1971. Uh, We have an original member, uh, Tony Valenti, that's also on the board. She's our treasurer, and she's one of the starters of the festival in 1971. Um, You know, it's going to be a great day. On Saturday, it starts at 1130 to 5 o'clock. Sunday, 12 to 4, we have live entertainment. There's a parade that starts at noon in West Pittston that comes down and then turns down and passes the festival we have uh, live entertainment we have food is uh, is is um provided by the West and Boy Scouts uh they uh the den leaders cook the food and the kids serve the food and all the proceeds go to the West and Boy Scouts It's always been that way uh, well, it's the grand our grand marshal in the parade is Michael Turner he's our chief of police uh the new chief of police for our regional police the regional um, police
2: force how about that
3: yes and he actually was in a car accident maybe three, three months ago, and he's in full recovery. And uh, he's actually uh, going to walk in the parade, uh, hopefully. Oh, that's great! Uh, which is a great thing. That is and, great. Um, and so where where is, so cool is it, where is it? Where is it?
2: Okay, I go across the river. I mean, a yeah. lot of people come come across the river from Pittston, and you know, then I get to the Wyoming Ave. Tell me, where do I go from there?
3: Where is it taking? Well, the place? easiest way is you come over the the only bridge that's open right now. Yeah, and as soon as you come, you make a left in one Ave, going down towards the other bridge, and it's right there next to the other bridge on the corner of Luzerne Ave and Cessquana Ave. Okay, so it, it, it it's bordering the bridge uh, that's closed right now, which that, is actually pretty good for traffic for us.
2: Yeah, that's good. That's great. Well, I, mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you, these are the kind of things that uh, make this region. So much fun and and always gives us something to do, something to enjoy, and it gets neighbors and friends together. And I think in this case, it gets people from all over the region uh, together. And I I just, you know, not only to the founders like Tony Valenti, but for yourself for continuing it. This is good stuff.
3: Well, we're all, all of us are born and raised here. This is our start of the spring, this event. Everybody waits for this event. You know, the blossoms come out on the, on the river and then, uh, everybody knows spring is here and this is the festival that starts everything else, uh, for spring and summer. Well, we also have a little miss cherry blossom festival, uh, or a competition that's been going on forever, uh, <laughs> every, every year too. And it's a, a younger crowd that does, um, they do when they came in and then we pick, a we crown
2: a, a queen. How about that? That is, that is just great stuff, Len. The West Pittston cherry blossom festival this weekend, uh, in West Pittston, you, you, you can't miss it. It's right there near the closed, the closed bridge. What was that? What was the name of that bridge? What did they call that? What, bridge? The water street bridge. Yeah. Water street, but it has a name for it. Veterans or something.
3: It's, uh, oh, it's been named. It was named after, uh, some fallen, um, some fallen uh, uh, firemen bed over in Pittston, uh, and, uh, Lenny and Salaco, and we talked uh, about Lenny and Salaco and, the and, Lombardo. Yeah,
2: and the Lombardo, John Lombardo. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. they well, in the bridge after that mess. Well, I'll tell you what—that is great that you're doing this. I hope you have a. Well, you brought the good weather. I'm going to give you complete credit for it. The West Pittston Cherry Blossom Gang, the festival committee made this happen, and spring is actually coming.
3: You know, it's always, it seems to always rain right around here, but lately it's been a good, good last couple of years, been good weather for us.
2: Well, good. Have fun and thank you for doing it. Appreciate it. No problem. All right. Thank you. Uh, Cherry Blossom Festival, West Pittston. Uh, You got to go see it. It's it's not only beautiful, but they do, a they just do a great event. So we're honoring today the Velvano family. Bunker Hill Dunmore and Scranton. Rocco and Agnes. They were Rocco, a coal miner. Agnes raised the children. Ten children, plus one lost at birth. Six boys, four girls. Five of the boys served. Five of the six. Uncle Tony was asked to stay at home. To help out the family. And Tony that stayed home, his nickname was Mavis. Carpenter, maintenance man. And he had five children. Agnes, Margaret, Antoinette, Rocco, and Guy. Then you had Louis Moose. Valvano. U.S. Army Sergeant. Combat engineers in the Philippines. Uncle Frank, Shorty Valvano, U.S. Navy Chief Gunner's Mate, USS San Diego. He serviced the five-inch guns, Pacific Theater. James Texy Valvano, for whom Jim Valvano was named. U.S. Navy, served aboard the USS Mount McKinley in the Pacific Theater. Uncle Rocco, Nuki Valvano. U.S. Navy CBs, served in Okinawa, lost his arm during the service in an accident, extensive rehab at St. Albans Veterans Hospital in New York, and then after a career in sales at Orlando's, the former Orlando's Furniture, he became the Director of Veterans Affairs for Lackawanna County. And nobody commanded more respect. He was also the mayor of Jessup. His daughter succeeded him on his passing. Beverly Merkel. Good people. And then John Skipper Volvano. U.S. Marine Corps Korean War. And then, of course, Jim Volvano gave us this information. Staff sergeant lost his arm and his leg on a hill assault after being only 13 days in-country. Brother Rocco was in the CBs at the time, called home to help. And now we discover David Valvano from Jessup, Rocco's son, calls in and tells us his son is a staff sergeant in the U.S. Air Force. Three generations. Just remarkable. I'm proud of even be able to talk about them. Well, <laughs> I I thought it was Babylon B. I thought it was a joke. They had a, a White House conference or whatever they named it about artificial intelligence. And they sent Kamala Harris. So, They sent someone with literally no intelligence, although I don't know who they could have gotten to discuss artificial intelligence. That is frightening in and of itself. And if she does for the artificial intelligence review what she's done for the border, uh, man, we're in good shape, aren't we? Now, I've, I've not talked about this yet. It's been all over, well, it's been all over the normal news. You won't get it in the left stream media. A whistleblower says not only does he know, but there's a document that proves Joe Biden participated directly in a criminal scheme with a foreign entity to enrich himself in return for policy promotion. We'll see. I'm not jumping on everything yet, but it was credible enough of a claim from the whistleblower that two United States senators and a U.S. congressman came forward. Now, you know, these things... Often Peter out or there is still a way to cover them up. And I, I you know you're of mixed mind. I know he's corrupt. I know he's scum, Joe Biden. I and mean, this is a guy who doesn't even recognize his own granddaughter. So I've got nothing good to say about him. His corruption's obvious. And this would be of a piece with that. This, this was a criminal enterprise, particularly when he was the United, uh, the vice president. And Big Steve tells us, what did the Obama and the rest of his administration do about Biden's vice presidential corruption? Well, they warned him, Big Steve. But it, it's like all those things, like, well, if you, bring, if you warn him in any direct way, it's going to leak— And now it's a pox on you. So they let him run. They let Joe Biden run. (laughs) Unbelievable. Um, But that's what happened. And the debt service deadlock that Joe Biden has created continues. And apparently they're going to bring it to the brink. The Republicans provided a budget, the House Republicans, and passed a uh, debt increase, it would be a rider to the debt increase legislation that reduces the explosive growth in spending that Biden's trying to do, which has helped cause inflation. And it is not cuts. It's reductions in increases when you're talking about a bankrupt government. They're printing the money. They don't have it. And we'll see what happens. To me, I think we need the radical solution of no debt increase. And then the government has to live on the money it takes in. And let the chips fall where they may. And don't let anybody use the word default. Default. We've had people on of national rep repute. You don't have to believe me, but I said it here first. There's no default of this country on our debt obligations. Social security is a separate tax. So when they lie to you about these things, Medicare, separate fund, when they lie to you that the the government's going to default, no, they're going to have to live within their own means. And it's about time, and there's, it's never going to happen easily, and there's got to be some pain associated with it, and I hope and pray, for just me, that we do not increase the debt limit, and we got to slug it out and pay our bills as the money comes in, a balanced budget. So, uh, what do we have here? We have um, oh. Lenny Pribula uh, got back in touch on a, on a text. And I mentioned his cousin, uh, PJ, who is uh, the chairman of the Luzerne County Republican Committee. And we're expecting a call from him at some point. Because they're doing a lot of interesting and good things. So I, I said, oh, and I realized, no, it's Len Pribula, not PJ. And, but that's, that is Len's first cousin. And uh, Len preserves on the Wyoming Area School Board. Good stuff. And still has time to help make this uh, beautiful West Pits and Cherry Festival happen. That's, that's great. We appreciate it. So as we honor the uh, Velvano family, Bunker Hill section of Dunmore and then Jessup and all over. Uh, I, I was just checking out the local newspapers. Now, yesterday's news, the Hazleton Sanders speaker, they get the news that was in yesterday, today. Uh, public interviews are set for Thursday for the Luzerne County manager search. Number one, don't do it. Switch back to three commissioners. Let's have someone who's responsible for things that happen and has to answer to voters. All right? But they're talking about... Well, there are three sort of internal candidates. Ramilda Krocamo, William McIntosh, and Fred Rosencrantz. I don't know of the other two, but Ramilda Krocamo was there already. And she may be brilliant. She may be great. But she's been there already. And this county council was voted for change. They were voted in. Let's see what they do. Pittston area. I didn't read into the story, but uh, they've settled uh, these sex abuse cases for six million bucks. Now they're insured, but still, that was the band director, among others. I guess just the band director. Wow. All right. Uh, Julia Munley, a great judge is going to be bumped up to federal judge. She's going to be nominated to serve as a federal judge. And I'll tell you, when you're stuck with left-wing lunatics, it is reassuring that they're going to pick someone normal and all that to become the judge. So good for Julia Munley, and thank God for our area, because it could have been way worse, and she's, she's, she's actually good. And then the Times leader has two headlines that I noted. And by the way, we're playing It's a Beautiful Morning by the Rascals, which came out this date in... It moved from 19 to 9 on this date in 68. We're taking that into the hour. The Troopers' Sacrifice is honored. It was a ceremony at Troop P, Wilkesbury, which is actually in Hanover Township, commemorating the loss of Troopers since the inception Of Troop P 118 years ago. Well, that was the state police founded 118. Good for that. And then Dan Muser, our congressman, has been named co chair of the Congressional Coal Caucus. And they have a hell of a fight on their hands, so I'm happy we have Danny Muser there. I mean, it's been painted by evil by these nutcases. In the environmental movement who don't, man, they don't get it. So, Sue Kent says, Harris meeting with anything to do with intelligence is about as productive as Biden as a Jeopardy contestant. You're right. You are right. Oh, by the way, uh, so Chris Kelly writes for the Scranton Times. He's got a couple columns a week. And sometimes they're good when he talks about something that's not political. But when he talks about politics, it's lunatic left stupidity. And when the stupidity takes over, he even writes poorly. So he went after, after a guy named David Bergeroff, who's running for school board. And somehow he slips in about the Hunter laptop that he does not believe in. He has no interest in the Hunter laptop. See, this is the dummies. These are the dummies who are running a newspaper's editorial department. They don't care about Biden's corruption. They don't care. They don't want to hear it. We want left-wing lunacy, and that's it. We don't care what we have to do to get it. Trump bad, Biden good. Even if he denies his own grandchild. Even if he takes money hand over fist for him and his family by using his public office. Nah, no big deal.
1: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone
3: 15s?
2: Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch